Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you all had a great break. I wanted to let you know about something that I've been talking a lot about on social media at Zibby Owens, which is the hashtag 22 in 22 challenge. We are at Zibby Books. We are encouraging everybody like all of you to visit 22 bookstores in 2022. And we're going to provide a whole series of incentives for every five visits and you'll be entered to win a $500 shopping spree and you'll get fun things like bookmarks and all the rest. Plus, you'll be part of a great community of people all helping support bookstores, authors, and more. We're really, really excited about it. If you want to join, sign up. You just go to 22in22.net. That's 22in22.net and click I'm in and put your information. And then every time you go to a bookstore, you just quickly go back on the site and click log a bookstore visit. And then we'll be keeping track and we'll be following up with all of your different achievements and awards and everything. So please sign up, spread the word, 22 and 22, get your friends to join and start visiting bookstores and it'll be really fun and exciting. So here's to a wonderful 2022. I'm so excited that you're listening to my podcast and doing all the fun things that I have been trying to bring into the world. So here we go, 2022, hashtag 22 in 22. 
Agapi Stasinopoulos is the author of Speaking with Spirit, 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire, and Uplift You. By the way, I recorded this with Agapi on a day where I was really upset about something going on with my kids, and I definitely was crying in this episode. So please forgive me. It was right before the end of the year, and I was like completely burnt out. So I hope it didn't affect the quality, but I was definitely emotional, so I wanted to warn you. Anyway, okay. Agapi is a best-selling author and speaker who inspires audiences around the world. In one of her first books, Unbinding the Heart, A Dose of Greek Wisdom, Generosity, and Unconditional Love, she shares the wisdom from her life's adventures and experiences. In her latest book, Wake Up to the Joy of You, 52 Meditations and Practices for a Calmer, Happier Life, she takes readers on a journey and inspires them to let go of what doesn't work and instead create the lives they really want. Agapi was trained in London at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art and then moved on to receive her master's degree in psychology from the University of Santa Monica. Her two books on the Greek archetypes, Gods and Goddesses in Love and Conversations with Goddesses, were turned into PBS specials. In her latest book, Speaking with Spirit, Agapi presents a non-denominational guide to harnessing the power of prayer in your life and using it to find connection, peace, and gratitude. She's currently conducting workshops for Thrive Global, a company founded by her sister, Ariana Huffington, to help change the way we work and live. Agapi has spoken and conducted meditations at many organizations and companies, including L'Oreal, Accenture, SAP, LinkedIn, Pandora, Google, Nike, Weight Watchers, PepsiCo, Starbucks, Global Citizen Company, Museum of Modern Art, ABC Carpet and Home, Women's Health Magazine, Paul Mitchell, NYU, Gym Pass, and Hearst Communications, among many others. She brings home the importance of self-care, practicing gratitude, generosity, and self-love to enhance performance and productivity so we can experience happiness and fulfillment. She divides her time between New York and Los Angeles and was born and raised in Athens, Greece. Welcome, Agapi. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss speaking with spirit, 52 prayers to guide, inspire, and uplift you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Zibi. You know, I love everything you do. I love your passion, your joy, your authenticity. I must say that whenever I listen to your podcast or see your Instagrams, I just get this little jolt of joy. Oh. <laughs> it's so unique and just really grateful to be with you and grateful for all you are doing for so many of us to inspire us again to get back to reading and loving the written word and also inspiring people to write, you know, not just to read, but to write and to express who they are. Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm trying so hard. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just so tired. I'm like, I hope this is worth it. I hope that it's making a difference. But yes, thank you. I needed that today. I appreciate it. (laughs) Well, I loved your book. As you know, I recommended it on Katie Kirk Media for New Year, New You, because not only... So the prayers are just one aspect of it. The other part of it is your life story and your philosophy and your experience, not only with spirituality, but with family and family history and your body and your work. And I mean, everything. It's sort of like a memoir in prayer, essentially, which I just loved. That's so beautiful. I love when you wrote the paragraph about the book and you said a prayer for weight loss. Why not? (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, I wrote in every chapter about a challenge that I've had in my life, realizing that we are all challenged with different aspects of our life. And there is a discovery that I went deeper into during the pandemic. You know, we were in Los Angeles with my sister and my nieces. And as 
as I was going through this very hard time, and I, I know everybody was in so many ways in the lockdown, and, and you know, ZB, I'm a complete extrovert. I think I have like 1% introvert. <laughs> <laughs> And suddenly I couldn't see my friends and I couldn't even go to the market or we couldn't have dinners. We couldn't. It was so painful. It was I really did feel like I was exiled. And then reading the news about what other people were going through. And I had a deadline to write this book, you know, which was then called The Soul of Prayer. I mean, we came up with the title Speaking with Spirit, which I actually love because I do feel it like it is a conversation it's not asking. And prayer became somewhere where you download how you feel. And every prayer pretty much starts with, I'm lonely, I'm frustrated, I am broken with my boyfriend, or I'm going through a divorce, or I am realizing that I can't have children, or I am got rejected from my job, or my husband got fired. Or I mean, it's like endless stories. Or I want to write, but I can't, and I'm stuck. And I always started the prayers with, here is where I am. This is authentically showing up in who I am. And then realizing that something bigger in ourselves, whatever we call it, and I say, you know, you name it, it's God, your higher power, your higher intelligence, your source. The spirit is in us right there to meet us at that place, comfort us and help us shift. And that was a, a, a very powerful experience that I had during the pandemic. And I would actually, uh, what I wanted to share with our listeners is that for anybody who wants to write, I dictate my book, Zibi. I don't know oh, if no I've way. said that you. Huh. And because I, I studied acting at the Royal Academy in London, and I'm an actress. Primarily, I'm a performer. So I love to speak. I love to speak in front of people. Uh, it's my greatest choice. The larger the audience, the more at home I feel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people say, my greatest fear is speaking in front of, a, of an audience. I said, my greatest fear is not speaking in front of an audience. I it's can like, bring in, I can bring my husband and my dog in here if you want a bigger group to listen to you now. <laughs> oh, I, it's okay. I'm, I'm making it up now because I just like <laughs> all these people around us. And I realized that when I spoke my thoughts, like when I said, Let's uh, make up uh, a subject about breaking up uh, with someone you love and you feel the relationship isn't going. And then I would start to speak it from my experience. It all came out. And then I printed and then I edited. And then I edited it again and then I sent it to my editor. And then the process starts. Wow. But the first initial birthing of the book, and that's why to me it's joyful to write. And I always say, I. I learned from my, you know, I've written five books, The Goddesses, The Gods, The Greek Archetypes. I wrote my, um, my biography, so to speak, my, my life story through Unbinding the Heart. And that's where I, re- I, I learned to find my voice. That's where my editor used to say, Agapi, I don't want you to lecture. I don't want you to tell us how it should be done. I want you to tell me how you did it. And that vulnerability, that tenderness, that raw place inside of me became alive and strengthened. So now I can go there, and that's what happened in this book. I went there, 
and spoke it. And then the prayers will come and then the prayers will soothe me. So in the midst of my tears and my unhappiness during the pandemic, and even now, Zibi, you know, we're still living in this unknown place that can create fear and unhappiness in us. And how do, do and I, I go there, and yesterday I was doing a podcast and a friend of mine said, you found your sweet spot. I said, yes, I found my sweet spot, but I don't always live there. <laughs> so it's like, how do you not judge yourself when you know better? And I'm sure you are the same. It's like, you know, when you are at your best of Zibi, you know, <laughs> the, the ultimate Zibiness <laughs> with my agapiness. And when I am in that, and it's, I feel strong and confident and, and resilient. And then when I'm wavering and I'm collapsing in myself and I get stuck in, or I get fearful, how can I go to those places and, and let me, the spirit in me, love me? Oh, I love that. You know, so much in, in like therapy, they say, you know, to talk to yourself or say, you know, rethink, repackage sort of how you're you're talking to yourself. And I feel like your prayers are essentially that. I know you are putting them out into the universe and all that, but it's more like coming to terms with how you're feeling and and being kinder to yourself, right? It's this sort of self forgiveness and gentleness with self. I mean, today I I just realized I I had this very, very important like school chapel of my sons that I was like so excited to watch and I got the time wrong today and I and I missed it and I've been like crying Aww. all morning about it. Anyway, it's fine. Aww. But it's like I just feel like it's so easy to be hard on ourselves and a book like yours just makes it like okay, you know, like there are all these stages in life and like some days you're going to feel this and like all your different chapters, like you're bigger than your fear to thine own self be true. The hidden gifts of being alone. You hold the keys to your purpose. Like every chapter, you know, putting the day to rest, all these things, God help me laugh again. You know, it's like they all speak to a different mood and, and all of that. So I don't know. I just feel like this is just beyond useful for everybody, especially me. <laughs> you are so beautifully, uh, thank you so much for, for really seeing the message for what it is, because it's exactly when you said every day is different, ZB, and you exactly moments like that when you miss your son's beautiful chapel moment, or when you, you know, you don't get something right and we are all running so much perfectionism on ourselves. Or when you get your feelings hurt, my God, you know, when people don't do things the way you would like them to do, or people say things and you suddenly get upset. And I have this prayer, I say, in the middle of a meeting, something happens. And how can you pray right there and then and say, okay, I, I'm, I'm disturbed, I'm upset, I got my feelings hurt. How can I not carry this for the rest of my day and my sleep and the next day? How can I come to forgiveness? Forgiveness. Forgiveness is like this magical key, this, this, this doorway that has been given to us because really what, where we all suffer from is the judgments. We judge ourselves because we have this image that we shouldn't have these feelings of, of hurt or upset as you this morning you described and you said my god how can I do that too uh, and it endless little things that are not little happen in the day and that's where I feel 
the prayer can come in. It's it's not for special occasions. It's not on the, you know on your Sunday best. It is it is a reverence to your life, returning to your breath. I have this story, as you remember, in the book of a girl who was at our dinner home in LA, and Ariana said to me, "Talk to let's call her Jennifer. Talk to Jennifer. She's having a hard time. She lost her job. She as a newscaster. She." Her boyfriend left her after seven years. Her mother is sick. And, you know, go talk to her. And I, and I was then writing the proposal for my book. So I was very much into prayer. And also, I want to remember to share with our, our listeners how the inspiration for the book came to me. But I said to her, Jennifer, do you pray? And she said, Agape, who would I pray to? <laughs> and, I, and I said, you know, it's like, like, what are you talking about? Because obviously for, there are so many people who don't believe and don't have that connection. I mean, maybe a lot of us do, but a lot of us don't. And, and I said to her, Jennifer, pray to your 36 trillion cells that are making you right now, your breath, that intelligence that is making you, that we cannot see this invisible force is in you. Give me your hands. Let us pray. And I just, from my heart, just ask for the light to be there and for the consciousness of love and support for Jennifer. And I I just poured this love to her and I held her hands and she started to cry. And she said, oh my God, nobody has ever done that to me before. And I think, you see, I think, Zibi, I really feel we're all healers. And, and we think it's the priests or it's the, uh, the, 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 the awakened teachers, you know, who are out there as we, uh, you know, you and I know all these wonderful teachers right now in this world who are, but no, it's us. Every listener who is listening to us right now, you have it, my friends. Don't wait for, oh, this teacher or this meditation teacher knows or this enlightened. No, you have it own it. And if you start to pray for, for aloud, I mean, I think the voice is, is a force. I think just, and I always speak my prayers loud. I read to myself loud at night. And if you take the hands of your friends and you hold and look and ask for the spirit to be there and from your heart, your kindness, your tenderness, trust me, we can heal each other. And, you know, that's why I say people say hug each other, love each other, pray for each other. So prayer to me is redefined at the moment. And that's what I wanted to share in the world. You know, when we are in crisis, we instinctively go to God. You know, when, when you're on a, on a flight and the flight is turbulent and you go, my God, please don't, don't let me crash. You know, and or we have little moments in our lives where we have a crisis or we hear about a, a, a friend who's been diagnosed or a, with an illness, we go, dear God, help them, help them, or help me with this. But when we have our days and we go through our challenges in our day, we don't go there. Why not? Why not? Why not use the spirit? Because the spirit, you see, the thing about it is that in order to receive, we have to ask. And in the asking we open up the floodgates. So it's more like, like to stop in the middle of our overwhelm, of our anxiety, of our worry, to stop and say, bring me the peace and the presence right here and right now. And you wait and you patiently wait. 
and you come back to your breath and you exhale. Ah, I mean, you can all take a, a breath right now and exhale and exhale with a sound like, ah, and then you feel a space and an openness. Kabir said, God is the breath between the breath. So there is this space, this stillness, this beyond the mind, beyond the thoughts, beyond your to-do list, beyond your right and wrong. There are these moments of our our sacredness. And the more we practice them and, and live in them, the more the tide will go our way. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Hey, grown-ups. The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery. Perfect for the whole family. Join the cat in the hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishful podcast studio from the cat in the hat himself, and it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast, and those plans are the opposite of quiet. The cat may be disruptive, but it turns out he's also a great help to get fish out of all kinds of predicaments. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. So sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic Tongue Twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Wow. You're so good. You should like, I mean, have you ever thought of like leading a whole, I mean, I see why you're saying you want to be in front of people. I feel like you need to be like leading a congregation or something. You need to be like in front, like of a, I don't know. Do you ever do those? Like the sort of like in person? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, before the pandemic, Zibi, I did hundreds and hundreds of events. I I spoke to huge conferences. Okay, good. (laughs) 2000 people. And I would get up and I would light up and I had, at the end of my events, I mean, ask anybody who's been to my events, there will be endless lines for hugs, and people would just cry their eyes out, and, and their hearts would open up, because I, I made a, a commitment 
Another commitment more, I made a promise to myself, and I talk about this in Unbinding the Heart. Highly recommend that book, by the way. I have to go back and read it. I'm going to go get it after this. Unbinding the Heart. And uh, I, I said, I found Agape. And once I found Agape's heart, I said, I'm now going to share it unconditionally in the world. And I stood up and I started to speak in stages and conferences completely from that place. And it was not a, I never prepared a speech or anything. It was like pouring it out. And it was the greatest joy. It was like finding my lover, you know, finding my lover. I'm not in a relationship. I don't have a husband, (laughs) which I think partly is why I'm not stressed at all. (laughs) Somebody said to me, my God, you still look so young. I said, well, I don't have my, I don't, I don't, I'm not married and I don't have children. And I have my sister who we do a lot of things together. As you know, we are a team and my nieces that I adore. But, you know, I mean, I look at you with your four kids and, and, and you look, I mean, so happy with them, but it's a lot of your energy that goes out in raising kids. I have, I bow to every mother who is listening to this. I bow to you. Motherhood is the greatest, my mother used to say, the most sacred career you can have. That is it. And I remember once somebody said to my mother, said to somebody, and what do you do? And they said, I'm just a mom. And she said, don't ever say that. Don't ever say I'm just a mom. Just say I have the greatest gift in my life. I'm a mother. I have the, you know. And, and he said, mother should, and I know you know that so well about honoring the motherhood. But no, that's why, that's why Zibi, for me, the pandemic was so hard because suddenly there was no audience. And that's where I had to go into the deeper parts of myself. And that's why I went into the prayer because suddenly, you know, and of course I poured it through Zooms and meditations and, and sessions and did, but I do want to do, now, you know, as I launch this book, I want to, uh, I'm going to do a lot of virtual events. And actually, I want to invite anybody who is listening, please send me an email at agapi, A-G-A-P-I, at unbindingtheheart.com. And I'll keep you posted of my events. A lot of them are going to be virtual events. You know, a lot of them are going to be on Zooms and conversations and fireside chats and Instagram lives. But Please join me and I'll also send my guided meditations out to anybody who sends me an email. I have, you know, the last book, Wake Up to the Joy of You, I have 33 meditations, guided meditations, which is another thing that I love uh, to do. So agape at unbindingtheheart.com. And, uh, you know, I encourage you as you get this book to read the prayers loud because the prayers awaken us, you know. It's like when we speak the spoken word and to write down, take a piece of paper and a pen and a journal and at night or in the morning, just write down, Spirit speaks to me and listen and just start to write. And Spirit will say, you know, sometimes, you know, I remember there was a time where I was, you know, recently actually, feeling very paralyzed, you know, that feeling or you just, you want to do something, but you, you feel stuck. And I, so I started to write and I said, Spirit, I, I'm so stuck. I don't know what to do. I just sort of like fear had flooded me about a couple of things. 
And Spiritus said to me, get out and go for a walk around the block, girl. And I just did exactly that. As simple as that was, it shifted my mindset because I was sitting in my head trying to figure it out. And I mean, it is really what I love about that whole consciousness of speaking with spirit is that it, it's practical. It's so practical. You know, there's nothing woo-woo about it. <laughs> there's a story in the book where there's a monk at a monastery retreat and he's praying to God and he says, please, God, show me how to serve you more. Do I, do I feed the poor or do I plant more trees in the garden or, or can I be a missionary? Where can we find more people to know you? And he's praying unceasingly to God and he hears his inner voice that says, shut up and let me love you. <laughs> and I think sometimes it's really getting really quiet and letting the love either from other people or from inside of us to, to, to come and fill us. That is beautiful. Wow. So Agapi, you have this amazing book coming out. You're inspiring people, you know, on Zoom and everywhere. How do you think about the next, you know, couple years? Like, are you going to write more books like this? Are you going to just try to get out and touch as many people as possible with your words? Like what's your, what's on your wish list? What's coming next for you? You know, Zibi, what I would love, love, love to do. And maybe when you and I have uh, lunch or tea, when we get together, I, you can, I would love to talk to you about it. I want to write children's books. Oh, you should. I want to write books to children about uh, how to love themselves and how to find the light because children know that already. And, and how to be mighty. And, and I, I have this lots and lots of ideas about how to help children and open up to, to who they are, their souls, you know. So that's something that I want to do. And I have lots of ideas. So I, I need to find, I need to pray and let the spirit help me write them. And if you have any thoughts, I'll share with you some ideas that I have when I see you. Yeah, no, I would love to hear. I have a children's book coming out in April, actually. Yeah, I do. Can you tell me the title or not yet? Yes. uh, It's called Princess Charming. It's coming out from Penguin Random House, like an imprint called Flamingo. And it's about a girl who can't seem to find her thing. And then she realizes her thing is that she never gives up, but there's a whole story that happens oh, along the way. God. But is it a picture book or just it's a, a picture book, picture book. Oh my God. That is a, a dream. You have the, it's done, right? It's totally done. Oh, I can't read it. Who, I'll give you a little preview when I see you. We'll, oh, we'll I can't to. wait. And then I'll tell you my thoughts about it. Yes. And then I want to hear about yours and I can tell yeah, you about I the whole. I mean, I have a whole idea. I won't share it yet because it's yeah. sort of Reading inside, but but I'm I'm a little bit. It's too didactic at the moment. It's not uh-huh. quite flowing in in the magic. But I wanted yesterday. I was listening to your last po- uh, podcast with Colin. I think it is Colin uh-huh. called about the book, and and you you kind of asked him how he writes or something, and I wanted to share with the listeners. I have a blog about how to write a book. And I wanted to share it right now because there are four tips. One is that you never think about writing a book. That's overwhelming. Never, never think about a book. What you think about is imparting wisdom and knowledge you have with someone you love or care for. Like, for example, when I was writing Unbinding the Heart, I was writing it for my nieces, Christina and Isabella. 
because I wanted to share my story with them. And I said, if I died now, I want them to know that these things happened to me. So it, it poured out of me. When I was writing Wake Up to the Joy of You, I wrote it for the thousands of people I had met while I was speaking who kept asking me the same questions, like how do I leave a job that I don't like? How do I find love in my life? You know, how do I find God? And I, all these questions people were asking me. So I wrote it for them. And and this book, I wrote it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I need to find about prayer. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I wrote it for all of us. But some some part of me was gaining tremendous value. And then once you start to write it, you find an amazing editor that knows and trusts and and you trust and, and understands your voice and you go to the editor and you start to edit and you, it's a collaboration. And then before you know it, you have a book, but it, it, it is in everyone. If they want to write, they should. I love that. So, well, this is great. You like, you answered all the questions. I didn't even have to ask them. It's like, you're reading my mind. May I share one of my little prayers? Please. Yes. Perfect. That's perfect to end on. Tell me. I mean, I don't know. There are so many. I have one. Do you like timelessness? Because we all struggle with time. Sure. Yes. In fact, I have so many parts that I dog-eared here to talk to you about, which I haven't even done. But yes, I love the timeless section. The least that you feel you need to ask before we, we part, because I have... I, have I liked the one on page 122, Dear Beloved, about perfectionism. Oh, I love that. The Imprisonment of Perfectionism. I dog-eared that one. If you want to read that, that would be great. <laughs> or, and I also dog-eared Prayer for Time Running Out on page 30. Either way. Yes, the, the time, time running out. You mean that's the expanding time, right? Yeah, but I think you should do, uh, well, either way, you, you pick. Yes, yes, yes. I think we all suffer from perfectionism. So let us, and I, I start the prayers by saying, dear beloved, because the beloved in, is in us, and we are beloved. So put your name there, dear beloved Agapi, dear beloved Zibi, dear beloved whoever is listening. I see how my desire for things to be perfect and harmonious is costing me my well-being, my freedom, and my peace. I recognize the deep fear within me that if I let go, if I relax, and I let things be as they are, sometimes messy and unpredictable as life mostly is, Everything will fall apart, including me. I understand that my perfectionism was born out of a need for survival at a certain time in my life when I believed that if I was perfect, I could control a world that in my childhood was out of control. If I was perfect, I would be okay. I ask for a deeper and higher sense of presence, a calm, and a divine perfection of each situation so that I may make unconditional love more important than anything else. In truth, I don't know how to do this. The most I can do is admit that my perfectionism is preventing me from living fully in joy. I ask now to let go of how I think things should be so I may elevate my consciousness and see the perfection in how things are. After all, there are so many things over which I have no control. So what is the point of fighting? Release me from my resistance to reality and allow me to find inner balance, inner perfection, and not expect to find it in the outer world. 
May I experience more gratitude in the midst of turmoil and give myself the space to release my judgments of myself that tell me I'm not enough and turn my attention instead to the beauty to be found in life's imperfections. I exhale, ah, I breathe in, and I experience the unbinding of the ties that have closed me in. I now let go. I can let go. I now let myself really breathe and be in my perfect divine expression as it is right now, perfectly imperfect. So be it. That made me cry. <laughs> oh, my dear. <laughs> Sorry. That was so great. <laughs> oh, anyway, thank you. <laughs> I was saying to read that because I've forgotten it, you know. And it's exactly, I remember writing this and that touches me so much that this made you cry because that's the reaction that, I had many times as I was writing this, as these prayers were coming to me, comforting me and remembering as a child where I, you know, my parents were fighting and everything and I was so out of control. And I thought I created this character called Anna and she was perfect. And in, as I was a little girl, I had this, if, if this girl inside could be perfect, then her parents won't fight. So each, each one of us has these wounded places that we need to heal, that we thought we have to be perfect to be loved or, or to have our world go a certain way. And it isn't like that because we know there is perfection in the imperfection. Very true. Oh my gosh, Agapi, thank you so much. Thank you for this conversation that came at just the right time for me. <laughs> so I've loved getting to know you as I knew I would. And yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. And thank you so much for coming on Mom's No Time to Read Books. A virtual a virtual hug. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you, you, you are so, so truly, the, you know that I have to say the words that come to my heart. You are a jewel in this world. You really are. You are a gift. And I'm so blessed and and happy that our lives have come together. And to our our listeners, I just want to leave you with a message. Whatever moves your soul, inspires you all, and awakens your spirit is prayer. There is nothing else but you and the divine and the spirit in you at every moment. While in the little things, while you're making your coffee, while you're in the shower, while you're getting dressed, while you're helping your children, be in prayer and everything is going to flow because you are loved, you are valued, and you're honored. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. My darling, see you. Have a beautiful day. Hug your boy for me. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 
Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.